Good morning, it's DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Well, how about that for a day of golf and basketball? How did Sunday work for you? Obviously, it would have worked better if it had been the Jazz playing in Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals. Uh, No Chris Paul, but man, way to step up from Devin Booker. 40 points and a triple-double. He did it all. Score, rebound, just set up teammates for easy shots, and they hold off the Clippers. Now, you know, it's the Clippers. They don't like to win Game 1. They don't like to win Game 2. And then they come back and beat the Mavericks and come back and beat the Jazz. Both times from 0-2 deficits. So certainly, one game isn't fatal. I did think it was interesting that uh, after the game, Paul George was asked about DeAndre Ayton and said, well, he is a little more nimble and better finisher than some of the bigs we've seen in the first two series. Um, now, I don't know that he's more nimble than Rudy, but he is a better finisher around the rim. Um, you're going to hear, we're going to hear some jazz players as they uh, do their... It used to be clean out the lockers. We literally used to go into the jazz locker room in the Stockton Malone era and interview guys as they cleaned out their lockers. It's not how it works anymore, but it was like a season-ending Zoom availability for most of the players who are in the rotation. We didn't speak to the guys uh, beyond guy nine, uh, George Niang, who literally looked like he was doing his interview in a minivan. Uh, We did not talk to two guys in the rotation, Donovan Mitchell and Jordan Clarkson. Uh, But we're going to let you hear from some of the players coming up this morning. And I asked Rudy about, you know, him being better offensively to punish some of these small ball lineups. And uh, his response was, what do you think? What's your opinion? So I'm paraphrasing. You can hear it for yourself in just a few minutes. Stick around for that. Uh, And as impressive as that game was in Denver Book, as uh, Devin Booker was, I got to tell you, watching that Philly Atlanta game, how about Trey Young? He could not make a shot. He was two for 19. He was having a terrible game. But in the last six minutes, he made three of his last four shots. So two of 19 turns into five of 23. He scores 21 points on 23 shots. And most importantly, they win the game. They win Game 7 on the road, which the Atlanta Hawks had never done. They were 0-9 all time in Game 7's on the road. And they beat the Sixers in Philly. Kevin Herter went nuts with 27. Trey Young got his 21. And they win that game. They win that series. And the Atlanta Hawks, who had a midseason coaching change, are now in a conference final. They've been in one conference final in 50 years. They haven't been to the NBA Finals in 60 years. But they're there now. So there you go. Well, they're in the conference finals now. They've got to win it to get the NBA finals. The Hawks will be playing the Milwaukee Bucks uh, starting Wednesday night. Uh, used to be a little behind the West. That'll be game one, and the West is going to play game two on Tuesday. Um, if things had gone differently, maybe the East could have opened up on Monday, but they didn't. And uh, since the Hawks played on uh, Sunday, they get a little downtime before they have to play in Milwaukee on Wednesday night. Uh, and then as far as the golf, John Rahm. I mean, a guy who's had problems closing before, but man, no problems closing at Torrey Pines. What a putt at 17. What a putt at 18. He wraps up with back-to-back birdies and wins by one shot. Now he had to kind of, you know, sweat it out there with uh, Uzazen out on the course, but once uh, once he lost that drive uh, at 17 and, and took bogey at 17, that uh, opened up a little breathing room. And John Rahm gets the major, gets the U.S. Open, and now uh, <clears throat> the Sun Devils have won the last two. Rahm's a Spaniard, his first U.S. Open for a Spaniard, but 
Phil Mickelson won the PGA, and now Rom, who played at Arizona State, has won the U.S. Open. So that was that was pretty good stuff, dramatic, and it was great that it was really compact at the top of the leaderboard. Guys were making birdies, unlike a lot of U.S. Opens. Guys were making birdies, and there were just a ton of guys, two, three, four under par. So there were a lot of people kind of in the hunt until Rom pulled away there and got those two big birdies, kind of separate himself from the pack a little at the end. But really good U.S. Open. And I don't know why they don't go to Torrey Pines more often. They've been there twice, and they've had two awesome tournaments. Tiger Woods and Rocco mediating an 18-hole playoff last time. So today was good, and that one was that one was legendary. So can't get back there soon enough for me, that's for sure. All right, well, there you go. There's the basketball and the golf from Sunday. Um, we are going to take a break right now. When we come back, we'll let you hear from jazz players, and we'll get through uh, several of them. We won't hear from all of them, but uh, Joe Ingles, Rudy Gobert, Derek Favors, Bojan Bogdanovich, all coming up. Stay with us. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Take The Zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of The Zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo. Wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Good morning. It's DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Time to hear from jazz players. Their season-ending interviews, what we used to refer to as clean out the lockers, uh, as they uh, try to process a disappointing playoff loss and what has to change going forward so they can go deeper into the playoffs next year. We'll start off with Derek Favors. Here he is with the media. Obviously, kind of one of the big stories coming out of your guys' um series against the Clippers was just the success that they had going to small ball lineups. Um, against your guys' defense. Uh, just wondering, you know, looking back on it, are there things that you guys could have done differently? Or is, is it going to require maybe, you know, uh, scheme changes or personnel changes going forward? Kind of what are your thoughts on on how that played out? Um, I mean, the small ball thing is kind of tricky. Um, I mean, I don't think we – necessarily did anything wrong. I just think, you know, the Clippers just made plays. Um, you know, Paul George, he's a tough cover one-on-one for, for anybody. And, you know, when you have, um, you know, the role players on the team hitting shots and making plays, you know, they, they become tough to guard. So, um, you know, they, I think they just they just had a good game plan and, and played a good series. As far as uh, for us, I think um, – you know, it's tough. You know, small ball is is tough for anybody. But um, no, I think it's something that it's something that um, you know, we'll we'll figure out in the, in the future. But you know, for right now, I don't think you can really put blame on on anybody. It, it was just a, you know, they just had players on the team that just made plays. You know, um, especially in Game Six. You know, they just they just made plays. Sarah Todd, Desert News. Derek, I know that you said you can't really put blame on anybody, um, but in talking to uh, a couple of the guys, they've said that they didn't think that it was on the coaching staff or that was schematic problems that they said that, it, you know, you guys just didn't execute the game plan correctly. Would you say that that was the case? Um, 
I mean, yeah, you you can say that. So I, I just think, like I said, I just think you know the um, the Clippers they they made plays. I mean, uh, you know, Terrence Mann came out there and, and had thirty nine forty. I mean, you can't put that blame on anybody. You know, they'll just you know the game plan was to um, you know you know try to make other guys beat us and not let you know Paul George beat us. And um, like I say, you gotta give those guys credit. Um, you know, they hit shots. You know, we did the best we could on, on, on PG and, you know, on Reggie Jackson and Marcus Morris, but the other guys, they just came out and made plays. And, um, you know, we could have executed certain things a little better, a little bit better. We could have, um, you know, we could have could have played a little bit harder on the defensive end, um, kind of, you know, kind of been a little bit more, committed and guarding one-on-one on the defensive end. On the offensive end, we could have been a little bit more aggressive. Um, you know, just, just executing, the doing the little things a little bit better. But, you know, they, the Clippers just made plays. At the end of the day, they just they just made plays. I think the, the game plan was to, like I say, take away, try to make it tough for, for Paul George, which I think Royce did a good job of doing. And um, the other guys, they just hit shots. You know, they just got to tip your head off to them. They just hit shots and made plays. So, I think that's that's what happened. Andy Larson, Salt Lake Tribune. Dave, what did you make uh, make of your season individually, just kind of your first back here in Utah, first year back in Utah? Um, I think I think it went good. I think it went, it went good. Um, I knew coming back that, you know, the minutes was going to be down and, the you know, obviously the, the stats and the production was going to be down, obviously because I'm playing behind Rudy and he was going to play um, 30 to, to 35 minutes a game. And I knew I wasn't going to be, you know, a huge part of the offense or whatever. So, no, I think for, for my role on the team and for what they was um, asking of me, you know, I think it, I think it went good, especially as the season – you know, went went along. I mean, it was some ups and downs here and there, but you know, overall, I think it was a it was a productive season on my end. Follow up from Eric Walden. Hey, Fabe. So, just in the aftermath of of a series like that, where you know you guys had such high expectations, and then it all kind of came crashing down pretty quickly, kind of. What's what's the mood and what's the mindset? I mean, obviously, you guys are still, you know, not very far removed from it, but kind of how do you regroup from a loss like that? And, and you know, where do you go from there? Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, we had a lot of expectations, especially for ourselves. And, you know, I felt like, you know, we, we was right there. You know, we um, let's, let the lead slip a little bit. We um, made some, some mental errors out there and, you know, it's it just disappointing. I think everybody on the team is kind of disappointed, you know, in that loss because we was up big and especially at halftime, we was up big and, you know, we just I, – I don't know. So I think guys are guys are kind of – kind of they're still kind of pissed about it, but I think you just got to, you know, take it all in and, you know, come back next year understanding that, you know, when we in those positions, we got to – we got to take advantage of it. We can't let it slip. We can't have, you know, mental errors or, you know, you just got to leave it all out there on the court and just play hard every possession. You know, you can't, can't have turnovers, can't have um, defensive mistakes. You've got to um, just take every possession like it's the last possession. 
And I think, um, you know, coming into next year, I think guys will, guys realize that and coming into next year, man, be more prepared for that for those situations. But um, yeah, that that, that loss hurt. You know, losing that series hurt, you know, especially how, how we lost it. That kind of hurts. There's Derek Favors. Now here's Rudy Gobert. And in the middle, you hear me ask him about uh, improving his offensive uh, game, his offensive repertoire, so he can punish these small ball lineups. That didn't go over very well. Uh, here's Rudy. I mean, obviously, we, we, we had a uh, you know, higher expectation than losing in the second round. So it's, uh, it's painful. You know, when you when you look at the year that we had, um, you know, the way we played all year uh, and, and, you know, and being up 2-0 against a, a really good team and, and and then losing four games in a row, it's, uh, you know, it's not something that we've done during the season. So it's, uh, yeah, for, a lot of frustration, you know, obviously, but uh, it's part of the game and, uh, you know, you... You try to ask yourself the right questions, you know, and and, uh, and try to think, you know, what can you do, uh, what can we do to make sure that um, it, it stops happening. Tony Jones, The Athletic. Rudy, what do you guys have to do um, to take that next step? You took a step from being a good regular season team to be in a great regular season team. So what needs to be, what step needs to be taken roster or otherwise for you guys to become a great playoff team? I mean, I think there's obviously a lot of things to, to, to think about for myself. Uh, you know, once again, I'm going to have to clear my mind, uh, you know, because there's a lot of things that kind of bother me. So it's, uh, you know, it's uh, just got to, you know, ask myself the right questions and, uh, you know, keep putting the work in, keep getting better. And, you know, and uh, hopefully when we, you know, we're going to be in, we're going to have more opportunities. And, you know, for myself, for my team, uh, try to be as good as we can and make sure that it doesn't happen again. Tim Reynolds, AP. Rudy, you talked about needing some time to clear your head. You're not going to have much. Obviously, you're playing for you're playing for a gold medal starting in about five weeks. Does that make it any having that having the Olympics so close to the end of the season? How much does that sort of help the get, getting past the disappointment of not going as far as you wanted to with this group? I mean, it's definitely one of the. You know, it's it's a, it's a great goal that I, that I have that we have as a team to try to try to win a try to play for for a medal in the Olympics. So it's you know um, for me, it's going to be another great opportunity to you know keep getting better and and at the same time you know uh, uh, try to accomplish something great you know for for my country and 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 for my team. So it's you know it's pretty soon. But at the same time, as, uh, uh, because we lost in the second round, you know, I have a little time to uh, recover and you know and get ready for for these Olympics. Sarah Todd, Desert News. Rudy, you said that there were some things bothering you. Can you elaborate on that? No, just in general. You know, I just don't like losing. 
Ben Anderson, kslsports.com. Rudy, you've talked a lot when you've won Defensive Player of the Year awards that it's a team effort. Is there a type of defensive player that you could add to the roster that would make your job easier, your life easier? I mean, it's basketball. You know, uh, it, it, it takes a team effort to, to – it takes five guys to defend, to, to, to try to, to, to play for a championship. You know, and, uh, you know, uh, those guys were, you know, obviously uh, – I mean, they they all raised their level. You know, Reggie Jackson, uh, Terrence Mann, uh, Paul George was doing what he does. Uh, everyone on their team, you know, raised their level, and you know, it, it was hard for us to um, guard them as a team. You know, we I thought the I've said yesterday that they, I thought they were the most connected team, and I really thought they were. And you know, and defensively, I thought they were they were doing overall a better job than we did, uh, you know, with the weapons that they had. And, you know, it's, it's all of us. I mean, it's, it's once again, it's a team game. Uh, you know, you, you don't lose by yourself. You don't win by yourself. Uh, you don't get stopped by yourself, you know, and, you know, it takes everybody to, uh, you know, to, to win a championship, it takes everybody. And, you know, there's obviously there's a lot of things to look at, you know, uh, uh, a lot of film to, to, to look at and, and, and see what, what are the things that we should have, we can do better. Uh, but at the end of the day, once again, it's basketball. Like, it starts with one-on-one and, you know, and, and then the, the, the schemes comes into place. But it starts with one-on-one. David James, KTV. Obviously, a lot of teams are uh, trying to play small ball and pull you away from the hoop. What do you think you can uh, add offensively or improve offensively to punish some of those small ball lineups? I mean, I don't know. What do you think? Like, what do you think we we should do when a team plays small? I don't know. That's why I asked you, Rudy. I mean... You're, you're the big guy and you seem to have a size mismatch. I wonder if there was something you could do. There you go. Next up, Andy Larson, Salt Lake Tribune. Rudy, I'll just follow up on that. I'm curious kind of more on the defensive end of things. Uh, you know, I, I think there, the, 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 the kind of the word is that you're you're kind of either not played off the floor, but not as at your most impactful when teams are playing these five out lineups. Um, I, I mean, how would you respond to that? And kind of what, what do you think kind of needs to happen in order for the team to defend better against that kind of look? Because obviously it was a problem in this series. I mean, my, my, my job is to, to make sure that, you know, uh, guys don't get shot in the paint at first. And then obviously we, uh, there's some situations when team try to, uh, you know, draw me in to, to, to kick out to the threes. But, you know, the problem is if I don't, if I don't come and help, it's layups. And, you know, and at the end of the day, we, the game plan was to, that we chose that it was better to give up uh, Terrence Mensch uh, threes than Reggie Jackson, PG, or even Kawhi early on uh, layups. So, you know, it's, uh, you know, Terrence Mann did a, did a great job knocking down the shots. Uh, I thought we uh, we tried to adjust and, and go into full rotation. 
But uh, the few times when I didn't, you know, I didn't come and help, uh, he ended up in layups. And, uh, you know, I just tried to, uh, you know, uh, I trusted the game plan that for me to, to, to have my teammates and, and, uh, and then us try to figure it out on the backside. But, you know, they, they, they did a great job moving the ball, uh, play the right way every single possession. And, uh, you know, that's what good things do. You know, you got to give them credit. And, and on us, you know, I think we, yeah, we just all got to raise our level, you know. And we got to understand that when it's playoff time, we all got to be, we all got to defend. We all got to, you know, we can, it takes five guys to defend, to play against that kind of lineup. And, you know, we just did it. Dana Green, ABC4. Hey, Rudy. Um, the biggest uh, uh, free agent going into the offseason, Mike Conley. Um, what are your thoughts on the possibility of him coming back? How important is it to maintain the continuity with, uh, with an experienced point guard like that? I mean, it was, it was uh, a huge reason why we, we had the year that we had. You know, and, and I do think that if we had him healthy during the series, it wouldn't be a different series. So, you know, uh, I would love to have him back. You know, I think he's a, uh, he's a leader, you know, his, his, his presence, uh, he makes people around him better. And, you know, we, we miss that you know, during the series. So it's, uh, I hope that he's going to, you know, stay with us and, you know, and, and uh, run him back with us next year. Okay, we have time for one more. Niall Campbell, UtahJazz.com. Hey, Rudy, um, just re reflecting on the season, uh, what are you most proud of both individually and as a team? I mean, I think we, obviously, it's, it's frustrating to lose right now, but I, I think the year that we have, we all the things that we've been through as a group, uh, individually and collectively, you know, um, I mean, it's, it's uh, I'm proud of the way we, of the resiliency that we had throughout the year and, and after what happened last year. Uh, you know, for myself, you know, like I said, I don't I don't put my stuff out there for the cameras. Uh, you know, I keep a lot of stuff for myself, but it's been uh, it's been a tough year, so I'm just grateful that, you know, I was able to, you know, have a healthy uh, season and, you know, and, you know, win, uh, win as many games as we won and, you know, and, uh, I'm excited to keep getting better and, and, and see what happens next year. All right, there is Rudy Gobert. When we come back, you're going to hear from Boyan Bogdanovich and Joe Ingles. Stay with us. Take the zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of the zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo, wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Good morning, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Time to hear from some more jazz players. They're season-ending interviews, and we'll start off with Bojan Bogdanovic, who's got Olympic dreams. He's got Olympic qualifications first, but he's got Olympic dreams. Here's Bojan. First off, can you kind of um, take us through, you know, what what kind of went through your mind in the closing minutes of last night's game and then kind of maybe what the conversations were among some of the players uh, afterward, just kind of in terms of 
where you guys go from here after after finishing the way you did? I mean, it was tough tough to even even talk or, or say something smart after the last night loss. I mean, we were up 25. We had everything in, in, in our hands to game seven on on our court. So we were kind of more speechless that that we were we were talking, but. Uh, I mean, we had a we had a great season, but when you when you lose the way we lost last night, it's it's, it's tough to, to 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 swallow that. Sir Todd, Desert News. Boyan, I, I mean, last season you weren't able to play in the playoffs, and then this season, you know, Mike and Donovan being injured. Do you feel like this team hasn't even really got a chance to be this team? Well, for sure. I mean, Mike was Mike was out for whole whole series against Clippers, and and, and that really hurt us because he was like primary ball handler for us. And uh, so Donovan took all responsibility, making the play for the for the others and and, and for himself. So so we we missed Mike big time, and then Donovan was also also kind of kind of hurt his ankle was not healed so he couldn't he couldn't perform the way the way he wanted even even he was he was our best player by by far in these playoffs Andy Larson Salt Lake Tribune Oh, Jan, what do you think this team needs to get to the next level I guess besides health I mean stay healthy I mean like I mentioned Donovan and Mike were were banged up so and they are two best players on our team, probably. So it's we couldn't we couldn't have stel- stay healthy. It's a lot of injuries around the around the league, but uh, I don't know. It's tough to tough to talk right now. What we have to do, or or for next season, or or, or who we gotta sign. So I hope that we're gonna we're gonna keep our our core team and 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 try to try to get another shot next year. David James, KUTV. What would you like to improve individually in the offseason? Excuse me, can I repeat the question? What would you like to improve individually in the offseason? I mean, there's a lot of, for every player, a lot of room to, to improve in, in, in our team. I, obviously, that I got to gotta go more on the board and get more rebounds, try to stay, stay more more focused on uh, defensively and then then offensively. I mean, keep working on my on my ball handling. So basically, basically, I think that every player can 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 a little bit improve in off season on whatever whatever he thinks that is best for for or for his game. Sarah Todd. Boyan, how important do you think it is to to get to be able to re-sign Mike Conley? I mean, he was he was really, really leader, like vocal leader in 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 our team in our locker room. So, like I said, it was we missed him big time in this series against Clippers. I mean, we were we were better team than 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 Memphis first first series. But uh, I mean, it would be it's on it's on our organization to see what they're gonna what they're gonna do with all of us. I mean, we are all all disappointed at this moment. So. I really don't know what to say about about next season and what we what we what we have to do. I would love to see all these guys back next season healthy and trying to 
trying to get another line. Like I said, I was I was injured last year. We had two two main guys injured or banged for the for this playoff. So it's kind of it's kind of tough to talk if we were all healthy. What would happen or or stuff like that? Okay, last question, Tim Reynolds, AP. Thank you. I'm not sure why I wasn't able to unmute. Um, Boyan, are you intending to take part in the qualifying in the next, I guess, in the next week or whenever that starts? Well, I mean, yeah, I will, I'll play for my national team. We are playing in seven or eight days. So basically I'm, I'm heading right to, to the training camp from, from here. So, yeah. There's Boyan Bogdanovich. Now here is Joe Ingles. How do you guys pick up pieces after such a, a disappointing um, end to the season? Um, I mean, the bad news is we'll have plenty of time to do that again, um, which is obviously frustrating. Um, yeah, I mean, it's hard to kind of digest that quickly. I guess we got home at four o'clock this morning, and um, so it's yeah. I mean, it's obviously during the series. I think we played well at times, and obviously some times that we we didn't play well. Um, I guess at the end of the day and <clears throat> the ultimate question or answer, like you, if you're not the last team standing, you've got to find things to improve and get better. So um, we've got to figure out ways that we can get better. Um, however that is, that's um, not my job, unfortunately. Well, probably fortunately, actually. Um, so, yeah, like if, you, if you're not that last team and you're not holding the trophy, there's, there's always something you can do. So... We, we got to figure those things out. Um, the guys that are here, um, signed or, or whatever, um, we can be a part of it. And then whatever the, the changes or, or additions or whatever are. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, I don't really have a great answer for you right now, to be honest. Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune. Joe, can you kind of just take us through like what your emotions were last night as, as you know, the game was unfolding and the lead was kind of slipping away and, and the Clippers were making their comeback, just kind of what was in your mindset in those final few moments of the game? Um, I mean, that last kind of minute or however many, however much time when you kind of know um, it's kind of over. Um, I mean, a lot of different things, um, obviously frustration, probably one of the main ones when you, like I said, we uh, I think we played really well in some of the games and some of the quarters or whatever for this series. Um, we obviously, like I said, played played bad or, or not up to our standard as well. So, um, yeah, a lot of frustration. Obviously, um, like me personally, like when you're not out there too, like you want to you want to be out there, you want to help, um, you want to know what you can do um, to help more. Um, obviously, every individual is probably thinking that. Um, because at the end of the day, we, we want to win. We want to be the last team standing. And um, we all, like I said before, we've all got to figure out ways that we can get better so that we can be that team. Um, but yeah, just a lot of, I mean, there's a, a few proud moments too, like when you kind of do take a second to think about it, but it's hard to even think about those things when um, obviously we thought and believed we had a team that, that could, could match it with anyone and then beat anyone. Um, and we didn't fulfill the goals that, that we had. So um, when you have goals like that, almost if, like I said, if you're not holding the trophy at the end, it's a, it's almost a, a bit of a failure. So um, 
we'll uh, I have no doubt we'll we'll kind of regroup, get back together, and, and figure those things out, and um, yeah, see what's next. But it's a it's a long way away. Sarah Todd, Desert News. Joe, when you've got a guy like Mike who was so integral to your guys' success this season, and you know he's entering free agency, do you pitch to him to stay, or do, are you a part of that at all? I mean, not maybe not an official capacity, but do you like try to get him to stay? I mean, I'll do everything in my power to to make that happen. Um, obviously, everyone individually has their own decisions. Um, families, friends, agents, like whatever that is, um, they, they go into that kind of core group decision of, of where you want to play, where you're happy, family's happy. Like there's a lot that goes into it. Um, the basketball side of things, I think obviously this year and um, from his first year to second year, I think it was like this year was the mic we, we all know and, and saw for 13 years before that. I think obviously the frustration last year of the injuries and the this, the change of system, like I said, of, of being somewhere for 12, 13 years. Um, yeah. I mean, I was talking to him last night already a little bit about it, hoping that uh, I could get some answer out of him. Um, but again, even that, I mean, it's so, so far. I don't actually even know when it starts, all that stuff, but it's, I think it's so far away. Um, yeah. Again, like I said, I'll, I'll do everything in my power, whether I uh, have to FaceTime him or fly to, his uh, mansion in Ohio and have lunch with him or something, whatever it is, I will try. Cause I mean, I think everyone, everyone saw the impact that he had within our group oh, on and off the court within the, even when he was injured, the, the, the conversations and the, the talks and, and all that. So um, yeah, I hope he comes back. Our kids are in the same uh, class as well. So my daughter would be upset if Miles isn't in that class. Next up, Ben Anderson, kslsports.com. Joe, does every last game of the season, do they feel the same, you know, when it feels like it's, it's winding down and it's getting away from you? Does it feel like they all end the same or does it all feel different? Um, I honestly feel like this year felt probably, for me, felt the worst out of any of them for like the finishing, finishing of the season kind of thing. Um, like I said, I think after last year, I think we, we learn a lot from – that Denver series and, and just the, the, the year in general, I guess, but, but that Denver series and, and what you don't want to do and you don't want to be home and you don't want to all those things. And um, obviously to, to play the way we did for 72, whatever games, and then um, kind of battle through that Memphis series with, with a, obviously a really good young team. Um, we, we just felt like, not necessarily like this, this was the year quote unquote, but we just felt like we had a team, like I said, that we could, we could be anyone on, on any night. And and when we, when we played our way and, and we're locked in and like, Oh, you can go down a list of like the, the good things or bad thing. When we were doing the things that we knew worked for us, we were a really good team. Um, and there was obviously times that, that we didn't play that way. Um, and it's frustrating because you know, you know the flip side. What you got? What, what we can do when we we are playing the, the way that we wanted to play, um, like we did for for a lot of this year. So, um, yeah, this one for me, like in my seven years, has probably hurt the most. Um, even kind of getting up this morning and um, just talking to Renee a little bit about it. Just like you, it's almost still a little bit shocking that it's over. To be honest, like uh, it's still not a. 
almost a realistic thing. Um, I feel like we'll be, we should be at the practice getting ready for a game tomorrow. So, um, yeah, this one, this one's definitely hurt the most. Um, you kind of feel it the most, but, um, yeah, we, we've, like I said, we've got to figure out ways to get better and, um, Hopefully we, we do that this off season and, and come back next year and, and, and give it another crack. Dana Green, ABC4. Joe, you say obviously you don't make the decisions, but in your opinion, what 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 is this team lacking? What does this team need to raise that trophy? Oh, you got me on three hours sleep and um, however many. Um, oh, I, don't, I don't even know right now. I mean, there's... Obviously, we've got a good core of guys that have, have kind of been here or come back with with fame and stuff and JC re-signing. Um, like, I, I mean, I don't – when I say, obviously, we weren't the last team standing, like, I don't think there's massive – like, I don't think we need to blow the whole roster up and, and start from scratch. But, um, I don't, yeah, finding a, a, a couple of key pieces um, – I mean, you could look at any position, I guess, really. It's not like a, um, there's one guy or something that you're trying to and, – and, and a part of that too is free agency, like Mike and, and George and I'm not sure who else is um, like actually free or, or whatever, um, restricted, whatever the rules are. But um, I think just just kind of circling the, the board and figuring out what, what player or, or whoever it is could, can make us better. Um, or could help us or um, take us another step, which is obviously, again, the, the ultimate goal is to, to be the last team standing. So if there's, there's someone out there that can do that, um, obviously you've got to leave every, every stone unturned and, and try and figure, figure all that out. But, um, I mean, 12 hours after the game, I don't have a great, a great answer for specifics. But um, like I said, yeah, when you, there's always something you can do. Um, I mean, the the Lakers won it last year and changed a lot of their roster. Like, there's always something you can do. So, um, yeah, they'll uh, the guys who get the big bucks will figure that out. Naira Campbell, UtahJazz.com. Hey Joe, um, I know you're on three hours of sleep, but um, if you could tell me, what are you most proud of uh, from the season, both individually and then as a team? Um, I mean, the team stuff. Obviously, the the way I think we we kind of had the focus all year, like I said, from that sitting in that locker room in the bubble after the Denver series, um, you could just look around and tell that the guys <laughs> didn't want that feeling again. And obviously, it's pretty silly me saying that because we we literally had it not long ago. But just, just the motivation and the focus throughout the regular season to put ourselves in in a position to. One have the best record, which is like a, a small achievement in itself. Um, obviously, once you get to the playoffs, it doesn't mean a whole lot except um, home court throughout the playoffs. Um, so yeah, just there, there was a lot of. Th- I mean, we went we went through some stuff, obviously too. There's, there was a few injuries, and, and obviously at the end of the year, and, and guys stepping up um, to, to play different roles at different times. So, um, I mean, I, I love our group. I love the guys on our team um, in terms of a a group of guys um, it'll never come close to my Aussie teammates, but it's, it's right up there with, with those guys. Like it's, it's such a fun group to be around. Um, 
JC winning six man, Rudy winning his award, um, all those, all those things. Um, they're amazing. Mike being a first time all-star, like things like that. I'll, I'll always remember it and then glad that I was a part of, of that little kind of story for them. Um, individually, um, I don't even know really. Um, I mean, I, I like the fact that I can look after myself enough to, to be out there as often as I can for the team. I'm always, it's always something I've, I've taken pride in um, to, to be available for, for my team, whether that be playing or not playing much or whatever the rotation is, um, starting if I have to come off the bench. So, um, yeah, just, I guess, that, that just continuously trying to kind of get better, trying to help. In, in any way possible. Um, again, I'll, I'll go back in the off season. Um, obviously I've got Australian commitments starting here in a few hours, um, but yeah, go back and, and watch the tape and figure it out and, and see what I can do to, to be better next year and help. And, um, if it's a, a different role, whatever it is, just, just keep trying to be as, as good as I can for, for our team to win as many games as possible. Tim Reynolds, AP. Thank you. Um, Joe, you just mentioned it, that your Australian commitment starts in a few hours, slightly tongue-in-cheek, but not really, I guess. No, I just um, got a text from the assistant coach to send that stuff. So. <laughs> that's not good. How, um, for guys like you, for guys like Rudy, for Donovan, if he chooses to play, I, I know you'd rather be playing a game seven tomorrow, obviously. It goes without saying, but the fact that you do have something to look forward to pretty quickly here does soften the blow isn't really the right word, but how much does that help as you try to move on to the next thing that you do have a chance to do something pretty special in Paris here in a few weeks? Yeah. Uh, in, I mean, in Tokyo, I'm sorry. Tokyo. I was going to say, I hope they haven't changed it because I booked my accommodation in uh, Tokyo. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it like you said, like, I, I, I mean, I'll remember this and be thinking about this for probably even during camp. But um, to be able to, I think we start here on the, the 24th or something, um, which I was hoping to not be a part of. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's like I'm going to – it's hard to almost think about the boomer stuff right now. Like I obviously just got home last night early and trying to spend the day with the kids until you guys uh, ruined 15 minutes of my day. Um but yeah, I just want to kind of take a step back and enjoy these few days with the kids. And um, I mean, I'm home for like six days in the next seven weeks or something like that, um, including this part. And then a few days after this first camp, and then I'm I'm off to Vegas and Tokyo for for what how four or five weeks. So trying to enjoy this few days here with with my family, but even when we get into camp, obviously still going to be in contact with, with the jazz guys and, and coach and stuff like that. And Bailey, who's, who's my coach and um, things are going to come up, things are going to be remembered and, and we're going to talk about like things are still going to be talked about up until we get back together, whether we see each other much or not. Um, once I get there on the 24th, um, I think it'll change a little bit because I will be so focused on, the, the goal of, of trying to win a gold medal um, for Australia, which we've, we've never done, or we're trying to win a medal full stop, which we've never done. Um, and that's something that's been a goal of mine since I made Beijing Olympics in 2008. Um, and we, we haven't been able to do it in, in a World Cup or Olympics. And 
something that that our older core of, of Paddy and Baines and Delhi and um, that group that's been together for a little while. It's something that has been a goal of ours since since we started. Um, so I'll, I'll, I will start to focus on that. I think that'll help not having to think about the chat stuff a lot because I will be busy with 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 the boomers. But um, yeah, I mean it'll it'll always come up. Um, I mean my teammates when I get to LA for for camp. Uh, are going to bring it up. We're going to talk about basketball. It's what we do. Uh, it's what we all do. So, um, yeah, it'll it'll suck bringing it up, but um, I'll use that and and the boomers never meddling um, as motivation to, to hopefully come home with a medal after Tokyo. Okay, last question. David James, KUTV. Joe, in past years, you've worked on different aspects of your game, going right, changing that release point on your shot. What, what is the goal for this offseason? Um, <laughs> win a gold medal in Tokyo first. Um, I mean, that's, I guess that's, it. I mean, it's a part of it a little bit because I'm not going to have a lot of individual time this year, um, really until we get back, um, post Tokyo, um, which won't be long. Um, I don't know exactly what the, the dates are, but I'm pretty sure we'll be into training camp pretty soon after that. Um, but again, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, sit with coach or probably speak to coach. Um, I'll, I'll probably try and sit down with him before I take off here um, for, for the boomer stuff. But um, yeah, put a plan together. We, we've got assistant coaches in, in the boomers that'll, that'll help me work on stuff. And, and it will, I mean, it, it'll really begin in four or five days here, which I'm, I'm excited about. Um, like I said, I'm going to enjoy this first few days to, to enjoy my, my family and, and, and the kids and Renee and then, um, yeah, sit down with coach at some point um, before I leave or, or on the phone. And again, I'll speak to, to Bailey um, throughout this whole thing and, and just keep finding things that I can get better at, um, things that uh, I can get more efficient at, um, whatever it may be. Um, I don't have an exact pinpoint of like what that will be, but uh, there's obviously always something. Um, and myself personally, I, kind of take pride in, in that, trying to find something that I, I haven't been good at and, and try and be better at it. Um, so no doubt in my mind that I'll, I'll come back better. Um, it's what I've done every year since I've been over here. Um, so I'm confident that it, it, I can come back and be better and, and again, help the team in, in whatever that may be. Um, yeah, to have a specific answer, I don't really have that, but, but then obviously no doubt there's some stuff and I'll, I'll figure that out. And, um, come back better next year and hopefully with a medal around my neck. There's Joe Ingles meeting with the media, the Jazz players, as they wrap up their season. We're going to take a break and come back with what is trending. All the headlines, the U.S. Open, playoff games, and in baseball, an epic, epic losing streak. We'll get to that next. Stay with us.